Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. Adam podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Showtime, we're so glad you guys are here. Another great show for you again this week. My guest in the ADD interview is a surprise. Yes, I have a surprise guest in the ADD interview for you. And we want to say hello to everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. Come join our conversation every Tuesday, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and be part of the fun. And our super fan shout-out is for Steven. Steven sent us a nice email. He's a friend of ours. He said he saw my Funny As Hell special on Amazon Prime. So thank you for reaching out to us, Steve. And thank you for the kind words. Honey, if they want to get a hold of us, where do they go? The Adam Ferrara at Gmail. Honey, do you have a cold? No, you're doing a stupid impression of me because you're the only one here today. Yes, you're right. I am the only one here today. Stern sends his love. Uh, Alex sends her love. And so does Phil. He was uh, drifting around. Uh, He went to the doctors because it's Phil, you know. Why are you going to the doctor? Well, it's Thursday. I want to get a leg up on the weekend. And I actually tried to check on him, and apparently he got upset. I was checking on you. I just told you I'm doing the doctors here. And then you, and then you called me back. I was worried. What worried? You talked to me eight seconds ago. Fine. I can't care about you. I won't care about you. When I tell you I'll call you back. That doesn't mean you call me again in eight seconds. You know, you don't care about my feelings. I always care about your feelings. No, you don't. You don't care. The fuck? Well, this is a DVD, people. I got to call you right back. Don't call me. I'll call you back in ten minutes. <laughs> Okay, so Phil was a little upset. 
But it was great. I saw him. I was in Florida, and I got a chance to see Phil. He made land, uh, which was nice. He, he, he was like a hurricane. He's like a Category 4 hurricane. It's made land. So it was nice to hang out with him. And I'm going to be back in Florida. We just added the Dana Point Improv. So... I might as well do the dates right here. Uh, tomorrow, March 10th, and then again March 11th, I will be at Bananas Comedy Club in Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, and I'm going back to Florida, to uh, Dana Point, Florida, to the Improv in Dana Point. I will be there the 17th, 18th, and 19th next week, March 17th, 18th, 19th in Florida. Uh, then a special show at the Marconi Auto Museum, April 1st. That's in Tustin, California. Uh, and I'm going back to Cobbs in San Francisco, uh, April 14th and 15th. And also just added, I will be at the Grand Comedy Club in Escondido, California. And that is April 21st and 22nd. Uh, there's a link for tickets right here in the show notes. Or you can go to my website and click the link there. Please come out to the show. I'll make you laugh. And I want to thank you for all the love and support you've shown me in the podcast. All right. Now, I wanted to read this email uh, from Mary. It's a friend of ours. Thank you, Mr. Sharippa. Uh, Mary reaches out and says, uh, hi, Adam, Alex, Mark, and of course, Phil, big fan of the podcast. Look forward to it every week. My favorite is when you mess with Phil. Uh, you can tell you guys love each other, but would love to know when all that started. You've been friends for so long and it seems like this has been going on for a while. Uh, keep it the good work. Thank you, Mary. Mary, thank you so much for reaching out. Uh, yeah, me and Phil have been friends for a long, long time. And yes, this has been going on for a while. I'll be honest with you. Every time I start to do something to Phil, I always think to myself, this has got to be the last time, but it's not. Why don't you guys listen to the interview with our special guest? And I think all will be made clear. All right, you guys listen to this and I'll see you on the other side. It may not seem like it, but teasing done with affection and skill, is a profound human accomplishment, something generous and loving, which feels good to be on the receiving end of. It can be lovely to be teased. What the fuck? You just disconnect me with the lady now. The Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Don't put the bags here, the dog peed. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a writer, comedian, and somebody that abandoned me over two years ago. What, can't you just do the regular intro, dude? That is the regular do intro. Do the one that you do for everybody else when you do, it's like a mile long. I all kind of accolades. Where's my accolades? I gave you two accolades, and then you interrupted me. Because you said, you just make it real sincere. I'm sincerely, you abandoned me two years ago. I did, I'm right here. How did I abandon you? Did you or did you not get on a ship? Yeah, the nerve of me going to work. Can you do the intro? Can you please say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. I missed you all. Can you do the intro now? That, do that's the intro, it. That's all, that's all I got. That's it. I do it about all the other stuff. What, what? What else have you done? You did no research on your guest this week. You <laughs> fucking guy. You did research on everybody else. You sit there and you these you you blow them away with you. Oh my god! I did all that. I've done two things. <laughs> Come on. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, you've seen him on the Tonight Show. He has he has a lot of issues that you're very familiar with. And here they are right now. Jeez, Look at that's it. That's my. That's how you would bring me on as a comic. Probably, yeah. What a dick. All right, whatever. I've done some cool stuff. I thought you did very cool stuff. Uh, who, who cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> no 
Oh, no one gives a shit but me. I'm the only one who cares. <laughs> no, I care. I missed you. And the audience miss misses you, you. You're my special guest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they miss you messing with me. Well, there's that. Yeah. When did that all start, by the way? Oh, I know when it started. We were... It, you actually gave me the idea to start messing with you. So it's my fault. I'm glad you finally admitted it. <laughs> my fault that you're yeah. messing with me. Well, yeah. Remember the Moropity story? Oh, my God. Yeah. That was one of the funniest. And when you told me that, I'm like, hmm, I could do that to him. Oh, that's what got the ball rolling that for you? The Moropity the story? Yeah. Right after you told me that story, I did the iPhone bit and I went, oh, we're off. Oh, we tortured to that race. poor bastard, my cousin and I. Well, tell them. Tell the audience. Well, my cousin and Jim Maripodi was his name. Uh, they opened a sober club in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Sober club is where you know alcoholics can go, you know, have a good time without drinking alcohol. And, I thought the, uh, I thought those were called meetings. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, th those two. This, this is after the meeting. We go out and not drink. Okay, got it. Yeah, and um, and uh, for some reason they put uh, Maripodi's number in the Asbury Park Press. When we got back to my cousin's house, he was bitching. He goes, "Look at this lady in the Asbury Park Press. She put my phone number. They're all going to be calling me." <laughs> he was freaking out. He was like, "People are going to be calling my personal number. I can't have this." Right. And we're, we're like, "Nobody's going to call you. No one gives a shit. No one's calling you." <laughs> So he leaves. My cousin turns to me and he goes, call him. <laughs> so we gave him like an hour to get home, right? right? Then I call him up like I'm a drunk guy. And I go, is this Jim Moropity? Is this Moropity? He goes, it's Maripodi. I go, I got your number in the Asbury Park press. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so we just tortured this guy. I was just, oh my God, I would call him up. And I, and I said, uh, my name is Frank. I'm struggling. You know what I mean? <laughs> I heard about the Silver Club, man. I want to come down. Can you, you know, and I'm asking him all these, like, will you be my sponsor? I don't even know you. Like, you know, are you still drinking? Well, yeah, I'm drinking right now. Well, you got to stop drinking first. He's like, listen, this is a private personal residence phone number. You can't call here. So the next morning, my cousin and I have a breakfast. He walks in like George Costanza. Right. He just walks in. I told you they were going to call you. Somebody called me. You know what I mean? And uh, we're like, we're trying not to laugh. We're like, who, who calls you? And he goes, I don't know, some drunk guy named Frank. He's right. going to keep calling me now. He's like, this guy's going to keep calling me now. You watch. <laughs> so I call him up about two days later, like at night, like in the middle of the night, I call him up. I'm like, Maropity. He goes, who's this? It's, is it Frank? <laughs> he can recognize the voice. He goes, I told you not to call here. This is a personal number. I go, listen, I got to talk to you, man. And then I hear... Jimmy! And he goes, I'm not looking. He woke my mother up. And I'm like, what, you, what is your mother doing over? He goes, I live with my mother. I go, how old are you? Never you mind. <laughs> so the next morning, so the next morning he comes in. He goes, I told you the guy was going to keep calling me. He called again. <laughs> my cousin and I were just, we're trying like so hard to not break out laughing. Baby. Right. So, so my cousin goes, why, why we're laughing? He's like, why don't you just change your number? And he goes, it's my mother's number. I can't. I, I told her I wanted to. She won't let me. All right. Oh, because probably all, all the relatives have the number. Yeah, she doesn't want to change the number. She's had it forever. You know okay. what I mean? So, oh, my God. Every single night, something else. One, one night I called him up and I said, uh, you got to help me move a body. <laughs> he goes, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I think I killed a guy. Can you help me? I don't even know you. <laughs> He goes, what do you mean you almost killed a guy? I was on the side of I was driving. I think I killed him. He tried to call you, but I got a busy signal. You should tell your mother to get call waiting. <laughs> you told him that? Yeah, I did. He's like, did you still tell me what to do with my mother? What's the matter with you? 
I go, anyway, I was driving along and I heard a thump. My car spun out. I'm in a ditch. You got to come help me. He goes, don't involve me in the show. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. I don't involve me. I go, fine. I won't bother you anymore. Do you have a toe strap? <laughs> We're having breakfast. We, my cousin's like, he's coming over. You know he's coming over. Right. He pops in like clockwork. Now he killed a guy. <laughs> this, 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 this is a nightmare. I told this lady not to put my number in the Asbury Park press. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's and then it just became like he gave up. He gave up. He would like just talk to me. I'd call him. Frank, I would call him up some days and I, I, he'd go, Not now, Frank. I can't talk. I got shit going on. <laughs> I got to build a deck. He's <laughs> building a deck? Yeah, he's building a deck. My cousin's like, Build. You got nine alcoholics over there with hammers. That's what you got. <laughs> build a deck. And he would, sometimes he would just talk to me. My mother, you know, something wrong with her feet. I'm like, what's wrong with her feet? Never mind. <laughs> so he would bring it up and get bring it up. And yeah. get How's angry. your mother doing? How's she doing? <laughs> you got to help me out. So did he ever find out it was you? Never. Like, we never got to tell him because he died. He died? Yeah, he passed away. Oh. And my cousin and I were at his grave. We were like, Moropity. <laughs> <laughs> we never told him. We never, ever told him. Oh, God, that's funny. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to come up to me when I die. You son of a bitch. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. It was you? Yeah, that was you, you son of a bitch. So yeah, so you told me that story and it was hysterical. Yeah, your eyes lit up. I should have known that it had a nerve. <laughs> you know what I mean? It got your wheels turning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you love that. You were like, tell me, you always wanted me to tell it to you. I, it just makes me laugh every time you tell me that. Sometimes you would call me up and go, Moropity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was a great guy, man. He was a really cool dude, but uh, it was sad to see him go. But he was so funny. Yeah. Well, that's what you are. You're funny. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, we, yeah. You're you're funny when I drive you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of the first thing you ever like did to me. Was it, it was the computer? No, it was the iPhone. Oh, the iPhone. Right, right, right. The buddy plan. Yeah. Fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. At 102 temperature too that night. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget that, man. But let, let's let's be honest, Phil. When are you not sick? <laughs> I know. I've always got something going on. Yeah. I, I made a certificate for a free iPhone. You went to the iPhone store and you were just yelling yeah, at people. The buddy plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you always make me go in like this. People always have to go in the back and check on me. You know what I mean? Because there's always other people involved. like, And they always have, they're perplexed. I don't know what this is. What is this? It's the buddy plan. Let's go. And then, buddy plan? There's no Apple buddy plan. But then you you end up yelling at people. That's the part I like. I set the conditions for you to snap, and then you snap on people. You're the only ones there. <laughs> Who am I going to yell at? I got to take it out on somebody. They sent you to AT&T. <laughs> yeah, they sent me. To, I had to call at and And then it was, uh, I remember the guy on the phone, because I was trying to get to the bottom of it. I call him up, and he's he hold. I'm on. I'm on the phone like 20 minutes. He comes back, and he goes, "You know, it's April Fool's Day." And I go, "Oh, okay." And that's how it always ends. All right, I know what it is. I know what it is. I always figure it out. You know. All right. Well, I found the bit. I'm going to play it right here. You guys listen to this. Hey, this is Phil Tag. Leave a message. I'll call you back. Hi, pal. You still sick? Of course you are. Listen, I'm going to send you something that's going to cheer you up. Apple just sent me this invitation. Basically, all you have to do is print this thing out, take it to the Apple store, and you can get an iPhone for half price. And you can use your new phone to call your doctor. I know that always cheers you up. Hey, man. If this is you fucking with me, it's not funny. Nobody knows anything about this invitation thing about the iPhone. I went to the Apple store. They looked at it. The thing I printed out, they're like, we don't know what this is. We've never heard of this. No one's ever heard of it, except you. 
I'm driving all over the fucking place trying to get this iPhone. Nobody knows about it. I've been to AT&T. I've made fucking five different phone calls, and I'm sick, and I'm driving around looking for this fucking thing. What if I get into an accident or something? What the fuck? What's the matter? What's the matter? It's a big scam. I'm driving all over town, all kind of sickness. I can't be driving around doing that shit. What are you talking about? The iPhone. Can you use that thing? No one's ever heard of it. I went to five different stores all over the place. Cursing you the whole time. Motherfucker. What the hell are you cursing me for? Because you gave it to me. Hey, I could have given that to anybody, but this is the... And I chose to give it to you. This is the way you thank me? I'm sorry, I'm very distraught. All right, just calm down. That thing's supposed to work. That doesn't work. No one's ever heard of it. How many stores you go to? I went to three fucking stores. Eight phone calls, I got all, you know, people on hold, I'm parking, I'm sitting in a parking lot with my hazards on, waiting for answers, I'm coughing, I got phlegm. Okay, just tell me what happened. Walk in the Apple store, I give it to the girl, she looks at it like I handed her a cannonball. <laughs> What's this? What do I do with this? Look at it, give me the phone, wrap it up, hurry up, I got a cold. I, I don't think we take, well, well, you sell the iPhone, don't you? Yeah, well, here it is. There's the guy's number, verify, give me the phone. I gotta go check this out. She goes in the back, you know? Yeah. The manager comes out. I I, I don't know what this is. Read the top of that. It says Apple Invitation. Now I'm, at, now I'm pissed. And I, and I had to go into a mall. A fucking mall. Oh, that's tragic. Well, then what happened? I'm fucking halfway home. I call AT&T. I go, I'm coming. I'm coming to your store. Got an iPhone 8 meg? Yeah. Get it ready. I'm coming. I got this, uh, I got this voucher. What voucher? I go, I'm coming, right? No, no, you gotta go to the Apple store. I fucking turn around and go back, you dick. I was halfway home. I'm sick, I need soup. You went back? I went halfway, but I fucking went back. We're all the way back to the Apple store. Well, we don't know what this is. Sitting in my fucking car in the parking lot, the hazards on, all kind of people keeping Fucking security tells me to move. I find that nice shade. I park my hazards. I'm on hold 18 fucking minutes with the Apple people. Uh, she's like, I don't know, I gotta ask. She's asking all kinds of people. I'm late and I'm sick. I got one. Get me out and drive around, you fucking asshole. It's not funny. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I was out driving around in the sun and traffic. I'm sick. I'm all sweaty and fucking clammy. <laughs> oh. Alright, look. Sweaty and clammy. I <laughs> I really thought you would have caught on. Motherfucker! <laughs> I looked at it. I went, there's nothing in here. There's no code. There's no pin number. There's not This motherfucker made this on his Macintosh. Look at this. Look at this. It's not funny. It's fucking sick. I got fucking high blood pressure, tiny arteries. I, you know, I don't need this. Driving around the whole state looking for this fucking piece of shit. What do I get the head on collision? Fuck you. Don't tell me no more. Come on, you laughed. 
I never laughed that one time. Yes, you did. No, I did not. <laughs> yes, you laughed. I didn't. I'm out in traffic, you dickhead. <laughs> I gotta calm down. My nerves are shot. <laughs> I gotta take some medicine now and recuperate from the day. I'm taking drugs now. Bye, <laughs> asshole. Fuck. Are you happy? You hear that? You hear the discontent? having anxiety just listening to that right now. I'm having a panic attack. Oh my, you know which one drove me absolutely insane? Oh, I know, it was the DVD bit. Dude, that was, <laughs> played the long con. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Play that one, asshole. <laughs> okay, I will. You're welcome, I'm glad I could help you with the picture I found. And I'm still hurt that you won't send me your DVD. Cause I'm all fat in it. So? I'm gonna have to take wait a minute. I'm gonna have to wait take Wait a minute, wait a minute. That fucking picture that you have of me is from my DVD. That picture, you took that from my DVD. You got my DVD. I don't know what you're talking about. I found that on the internet. You have my. That picture's not on the internet. You have it. How could I have your DVD? You got it from Jamie. Give me that for a while. I want to fuck with Phil. I know you. I did not get it from Jamie. Uh-huh. Hold on one second. No, no, no. Sign that Lillian Presto. Hello? Shut up. Lillian Presto. What a name. Yeah. It's not like you can go on my website and just buy one because I'm the one that sends it. To Lillian Presto. Are you Lily and Presto, you fuck? <laughs> are you are you Lily and Presto? <laughs> Is that you, you fuck? <laughs> oh, that beautiful. Oh, that's I've been sitting on that for almost a year. <laughs> Send me another one. <laughs> what? You 
waste two fucking DVDs? <laughs> you don't waste them. I paid for them. Well, I paid for one. You paid for one and you got two. <laughs> <laughs> you ripped me off. You commit fraud and you fucking ripped me off. These are the friends I have. far enough, man. I'm really not Miss Lillian. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Miss Lillian is a real fan. Yeah, okay. She is. Dude, I'm not swallowing any more of your gullible medicine. Okay, but I'm telling you, I'm not Miss Lillian. You're a liar. You lie. Okay, I just don't want you to think that I am Miss Lillian Presto. I was just fucking with you. And I don't have your DVD. I just have the picture. I was in Jamie's office and I saw the case with the DVD. I scanned the insert inside, I changed the color a little bit, and that's the picture I sent you. The DVD was home on his computer. I don't have your DVD. I, I never know what to believe. You can't know what to believe with you, this guy. <laughs> welcome back. From New York, please welcome Phil Tag. Tag, Turn that off, you fuck. You got my DVD. Turn that off, I don't want to hear it, it's disgusting. Turn it off. I don't want to hear that, the bonus features, I was nine. Turn it off. You want to know what's pathetic? I still do that bit. That's what's pathetic. Oh, is that funny? Oh my god, I'm still not over that bit. <laughs> You know what? You play this for like Richard Radovich. You play stuff for him. He howls like all these comics. Like, oh my god, that's hysterical. Like they love it. They call me up. You gotta do more of that. I yeah. go, no. It's, it, I'm the receiver. <laughs> it's not a bit. I'm living this shit. <laughs> oh my god. I got my skin. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know um, how he does some of this shit. I Richard Radovich is a comic down at the cellar. Great guy. And he listened to the podcast of you with Philip Whitehue's cock. Oh my god. 
And every time I see him now, he's like, let's call Philip White Shoes Cock. Yeah, that's what he calls me now. <laughs> Philip, Philip White Shoes Cock. How's yeah. White Shoes Cock? I go, that's not my name. <laughs> oh my, it's crazy. See, Phil, here's the thing. You're very funny when you snap. That's your curse, your gift and your curse when mm -hmm. you snap. So all I'm doing is setting the conditions for you to snap. Yeah, and unfortunately I'm funny all the time. <laughs> Fuck. So listen, I, I, you're funny when you snap, and even when I don't do anything. You remember, you remember the message you left me about the duck? Oh my God, the duck. Because shit happens to me like that all the time. So you can't blame that on me. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm cursed. I am. I'm cursed. I'm cursed. It's a gift. It all depends on how you look at it. Oh my God. You ever sit next to a duck on a plane? No, but you did. Let me play this. You gotta be shitting me. Where the hell were you? I don't know. Some remote fucking third world island. What happened? I got on the fucking plane. I guess it's like beautiful. There's nobody in the exit row. I get the window. I said, I'm crashing, man. Got the pillow. This is nice. Right? And everybody keeps passing. The seat just keep passing. Just keep walking, lady. <laughs> Everybody's walking, walking, walking. Finally, there's nobody else coming in. Yes. Here comes the last guy with his fucking cage. I'm like, what the fuck is that? He's not going to sit down in the overhead. Where's he going? Nothing to do with that one. Mm -hmm. I thought you did, though. <laughs> I almost looked at the owner. Do you know Adam? You know Adam, don't you? <laughs> you put this was set up. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I don't know how you pull some of this shit off. That's the thing. I mean, they're, they're funny, but some of them are like, "How did he do that? How do you do it?" I stayed at a hotel once in like Costa Rica, and oh, yeah. uh, and I was remember that I was ordering room service, and then my okay. hotel my hotel phone rings, 
And it's you. <laughs> All right. You pretended to be room sober. Like, how the fuck did he know my where I was staying? The room number. All right, I'll tell you the story. So, Phil's I think you're in Costa Rica somewhere. Somewhere, I don't know who. Then who knows? He's on the phone with me on the cell phone. He goes, "Hold on, I got to order dinner." So I hear him call downstairs. I'll have a Caesar salad with chicken. No cheese, please. No cheese at all. Okay, thank you. He hangs up. So I get the number of the hotel. I know your real name. <laughs> so I just call up the room. Yeah. And I call up room service. And I was like, uh, yeah, you ordered the Caesar salad, extra cheese. Goofy, goofy voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Voice. Just disguising your voice. I mean, and you're on the other line with me. I know. <laughs> that was the decoy. It's like, how could it? It wouldn't be him. He's on the other I'm talking to him. <laughs> So I mute, I mute the cell phone. I make up a voice, and I'm telling you, want extra cheese, and you're arguing with me. I'm arguing with you while you're on the phone with me. <laughs> yeah, and you keep going. You want extra cheese? I go, no, no extra cheese. And you go, I can give you some cake. I don't want cake. What are you doing? Like all this bizarre stuff. Okay, it's gonna be about an hour and a half. Hour and a half? No, I'm. Gonna... Oh, my blood was boiling. I flew all night. I was tired. I was hungry. That's when you fuck with me too. Then I called him back. I go, sir, we have to make a substitution. Would you like onion rings? Yeah. No, I don't want to. No. Oh, my God. And then I called room service, and I changed your order to prime rib. <laughs> they brought you up a piece of prime rib. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying this. Yeah. I'm reliving it. God. Yeah, and then when I knew it was you, I was like, Boy, how do you do that? How did you do that? You're like a magician. This is the shit you do. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> uh, I miss you, my friend. Yeah, me too, buddy. Despite all your bullshit. And, and the audience misses you. I miss them, and thank you for keeping me alive on the podcast, because, you know, we have a lot of fun with that, and uh, it's good to see you once in a while, mm-hmm. whenever I have two days off on land. Yes, well, this is this is a rare occurrence. Phil made land. Yeah, <laughs> yep, for six straight days. Yeah, he, he, he was like a whale that washed up on the beach. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, but at the end of the day, man, it's, you know, you're my best friend, man. We've been through all this stuff. My dad, your dad. Yeah, death, divorces. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Flying next to foul. (laughs) Yeah. But you've always been there for me, and, uh, you know, when I got sober, and, Mm -hmm. you know, you took care of me when I went into rehab, and, you know, that was, um, you're a brother. Yeah. You're a brother. I love you. I love you, too. You dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Phil, I wrote that down, and I'll bring that up in our next session. <laughs> yeah, you're my secondhand therapist now. Tell the audience about that. <laughs> Look, Phil and I rely on each other, and you're at sea. You mm-hmm. can't see a therapist, and you don't have any health insurance. Nope. So you're giving me questions to ask my therapist, and now I'm your therapist. Yeah, because you know the shit. You're good at it. I don't know this shit. I just know what I'm going through. You get me through all the stuff that I'm all my, all my neuroses and everything. You get me through it somehow. I don't know how you do it, but you do it, man. Well, see, I think I drive you crazy so you snap and you realize I I don't have the energy to worry about the other shit anymore. (laughs) Okay. Let's meet next Tuesday. All right. All right. I love you, my friend. It has to or I'm going to die. You're not going to die yet. (laughs) All right. I love you, Bill. I love you, too. That was Philip Tagliaferri. (laughs) Uh, it was nice to see him. Uh, he happened to uh, had made land in Florida, and I was in Florida, so uh, we got to hang out for a couple days. And 
I decided, hey, you know what? You're going to be my special guest. So I hope you guys like that. And if you're wondering how I pulled off the room service bit, basically, I was on the phone with him and he called room service on speaker and they answered the phone like, uh, it's a lovely day at the Holiday Inn here in Costa Rica. So they gave the name of the hotel when he called up. So I just Googled the name, found the name of the hotel, called up his room and started messing with him. I, I'll be honest with you. I thought he was going to know my voice. I just put on this this voice and he bit. He didn't even know it was me. So I just kept going. <laughs> and then I called the hotel as him and told him, this is Mrs. Aguilera in room 683. I'd like to change my order to prime rib. Uh, I'll be back in about 20 minutes. And that's what happened. They sent him up a piece of prime rib. And I am his therapist now. We're actually doing this. I'm actually trying to help him. And he's not listening. Well, here's the thing. He goes, you got to help me. And then when I when I tell him to do stuff, he's like, ah, what do you know? I said, well, I know you're hypochondriacal. You have poor impulse control. And you're given to emotional outbursts. So wipe your nose and check your feelings. But let's be honest. You don't have to be a doctor to see that in Phil. A blind guy can see that in Phil. So I, I told him he's got to get through his resistance. Uh, and I, the way I think we can do that is electroshock therapy. He's like, what? I mean, yeah, I bought a car battery and some jumper cables. Stay still. He's like, knock it off. <laughs> Phil, things are going to get better before they get worse. But uh, if you stick it out, you'll be a healthy individual. Now, I just need to clamp these to your nipples. Stop it. <laughs> My head is just brimming with possibilities. I hope you got some laughs out of this episode. We will be back at full strength next week, and I'm very excited about uh, our guest next week. It's one of my favorite authors. Uh, he wrote The Legend of Bag of Ants. He wrote one of my favorite books of all time, The War of Art. He also wrote uh, Gates of Fire, and it's my pal, Stephen Pressfield. So thank you guys so much uh, for supporting the show. Tell 1,249 people about the show. That'll help us out. And if you get a chance to leave us a review, that helps us with our friend, Mr. Algorithm. Uh, and remember, we're all in this together, brothers and sisters. So please share the road. And life is hard, so you take it easy on yourself. The pot has ended. Go in peace. No, no, you got to go to the Apple store. I fucking turn around and go back, you dick. I was halfway home. I'm sick. I need soup. Oh, Phil, you need a lot more than soup. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.